Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Wrap. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Sex Wrap. You're here today with... Did you say today? Uh, I think no, I'm keep rest- it. This is my favorite intro ever. You said today. That's to-gay. so cute. You're I mean, it is almost Pride it's Month. It's always today. Oh, I, ha- I haven't really slept in like a week for a variety of both positive and negative reasons. My voice is a little weird, but um, hi, everybody. Welcome to the Sex Wrap. You're here today with hi. your favorite sex people on the internet who aren't making pornography or OnlyFans <laughs> at this time. Spring and Andrew, answering your questions about relationships and sexual health and pretty much anything that you want to chat with us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being with us. How are you doing today, Spring? Great. I want to talk about um, the evaluation that we did of the sex rap. We've been doing this um, over the past several months, and you've probably heard us talking about it on the show. We've talked about that we are doing this evaluation of the podcast, um, this opportunity to participate in research, and a lot of you did it. A lot of you actually participated. It's been really exciting, really looking at, you know, why you listen, what happens when you listen, the outcomes of listening. Um, Because Spring and I, this has been our baby for five years. We're Mm -hmm. like, we hope we're doing good. We hope it it works. And and we've seen phenomenal growth. um, And we had hundreds of people respond. I mean, it's pretty cool. So thank you, all of you who are out there. And I think Spring and I both want to talk about a couple of like the first outcomes of the evaluation other than feeling really good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is really cool to see um, what's happening and to see that the podcast is having an impact. And yeah, I mean, we just have some results like looking at, you know, how people use the podcast, like what specifically they use it for in their lives and then how they share that information with others. And I just think that's so exciting. But there's one thing that is my very favorite that came from all of the results. What is your favorite result? Um, Somebody that said they liked our voices. They're they're wrong. (laughs) So I don't know if all of you know this. I listen to every single episode after it comes out. Spring does not. I refuse to listen. I torture myself making sure everything's okay. You know, just to gay enough or whatever comes out of my mouth on any given day. Um, But thank you. Thank you, kind person. I mean, we know that pretty much everybody hates their voice. Like it just... (laughs) It's hard to listen to the sound of your own voice because it sounds so different than it sounds in your head when you're hearing it. And then it sounds alarming because you're like, what is this thing? I've never heard it before. When you think, do you hear your own voice? Yeah, but the version of my voice that I think it is, that is it I like hear. deep and sultry? <laughs> yeah, it sounds way better. <laughs> way better. That is really cool. So thank you, listeners, for saying you like your voices. Um, I've, so Spring has been like doing interviews and chatting with you, and I've been in the background crunching numbers. Um, some people call it statistics. Um and those of you who listen, you seem to be doing pretty good overall. Um, occasionally something Springer Eye sticks with you and uh, having a happier, healthier, non-judgmental, open communication kind of sex life. So thank you for filling out those surveys or thank you for talking to Spring in those interviews, everybody. We really appreciate it. If you're a new listener, listen to this as like a reason to keep listening. Like this shit helps. <laughs> Amazing, right? <laughs> 
I mean, having conversations about sex makes all aspects of our sexual lives better. Yeah. yeah. And that's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. And speaking of conversations about our sexual lives, I think today's question, I kind of giggled at first when it came in. Um, so today, spring, we are going to be answering the question, what should I do with my ex's nudes slash sex? Oh, yeah. When you break up, you got to delete it. That's it. We're done. That <laughs> Break up, delete it. There we go. That's that's what you got to do. I mean, that popped into my head right away, too. Right. Like you're no longer with that person. You no longer have that. Amenity. You might want to hang on to it. You might want to save it. You might not have been the person who initiated the breakup. But if you are no longer with those person, unless you ask them for permission, like if you have a breakup and you're like, hey, do you mind if I keep the hot pictures or the hot sex or the stories or whatever else that we shared? Like if you don't ask for that permission, pretty much a breakup revokes your permission to have access to all of that data, all of those pictures, all of those messages, all of those steamy texts, all that needs to go by the wayside when you break up. And I mean, this seems like an easy question, except I mean, I think there's a lot more that goes into it than that 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 easy yeah. answer. Yeah. I mean, it's really what we're really talking about here is consent, right? So when you're in a relationship with somebody and you are engaging in sexting or maybe um, you take some photos together and you give them to each other or you take some on each other's phones and you have these images, um, there is consent that's happening during that process. And sometimes it's explicit and sometimes it's implicit. And we've, you know, talked about these different types of consent on our show, but there is consent that's happening when you are doing that. And if you're like in an active sex conversation back and forth, like you are engaging in that willingly. And so there's this element of consent that's occurring there. And so what Andrew said was when you go through a breakup, all the consent's gone, right? Like you are not in a relationship anymore. And so any consent that occurred in the past does not hold going forward. So we're looking at this from this perspective of we know that we need consent for every sexual act. And so now we're no longer in communication. We no longer have that ability to receive consent. So what does that mean for these photos or videos or um, hot texts that you screenshot to save to look at later? <laughs> I, and it's it's hard, right? Because you had something with that person. Um, like maybe you feel like you were dumped for the wrong reasons and that's how you relive those moments or remember them. But um, if you want to relive those moments, get a journal and like write some words down in your own hand about that situation and, and get rid of all of that, all of that information that that you had from that previous person. Um, and we're talking about sexually explicit content, right? We're not talking about, you know, pictures at dinner or pictures at the beach or on a walk. Like you want to keep that kind of stuff around to torture yourself post breakup. <laughs> have at it. We're talking about the stuff that could be called like revenge porn, right? We're talking about um, information that could be incriminating for you or the other person. We're talking about that really private information that you wouldn't post on a public social media page, right? Like this is the kind of stuff, like if you would have posted it on Instagram with the other person, you probably can keep it because the terms of service of Instagram would mean that you can't right, have really risky things now doesn't work for Twitter, right? Because Twitter lets you put whatever you want out there. So, But use like the Facebook or Twitter kind of rules. Like if you could post it there, no one would complain or you wouldn't get in trouble. You get to keep it. Um, otherwise, 
it's 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 safer and it's actually probably better for your overall healing process as well right because we know that there's the reason why people want to keep so much of that information around at the end of a relationship is that you know like those were happy memories or that got me off or i really still love that person um but part of you healing and getting over that person is starting to get rid of all of those you know intimate pictures and moments moving away from that. So let's talk a little more about some of these other reasons people might want to hang on to them. Um, I think that's a really interesting part of this, right? Because I think that when you start to address some of those reasons that you want to hang on to them, then we can start to more easily let go of them, right? So this could be a hard process for somebody. It's maybe it's not so simple as, yeah, I'm just going to delete these. It's like, oh, I really, I really wanted those. I really liked them. They really mean something to me or they meant something, you know, at this time. Um, and it can be hard to move through that. So it is this, it is part of the process of healing is deleting them actually, right? Like that actually does contribute to that process. But there's other things I think, you know, when you start to really examine what are the reasons I want these and Sometimes you might be surprised. I think that some of the reasons that people sometimes want to hang on to things like that are um, for safety. Like they think, what if the other person released these or something? I need to have them to like get back at them or I need to have them to uh, to show, to prove something. Um, and so I think there are some other reasons that sometimes people hang on to them. And I think it's really important to start to explore why, why do I still have these here? What is it that is making me want to hang on to these? And some of those reasons bring out the really dark and dirty parts of our brain, right? Like a lot of negative what ifs. And we see stories about revenge porn happening really frequently. We have a previous episode about it if you want to go listen to it. Um, so if in your head you're having some of that negativity, like the what ifs, or do I need to be able to control this other person? Or, you know, maybe you're in a really bad space and you're having some vengeful thoughts about someone you used to be in a relationship. Like, well, you know, I can coerce them or I can blackmail them. Like, can guarantee you that will never, ever work. Like if you're using, you know, previous sexy pics of another person that they took or had with you and you're trying to force them to get back with you, that is not ever going to work. And if that's how you're feeling, then I would recommend that you go find a mental health professional to help you sort of unpack and deal with the negativity that you're facing with that other person. Um, but, you know, I just like I said a few minutes ago in spring kind of affirmed that, you know, getting rid of and deleting those pictures is a great step and actually healing. And speaking of healing, we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, everybody. What did that have to do with healing? <laughs> I didn't have anything to do with healing. It's just uh, my little my little timer's like, oh my gosh, we have to, you know, put a pause somewhere. Sometimes it's really hard when you're having these conversations to put a, put a pause in. Um, but we were just talking about like healing from relationships and that deleting sexual content that you saved from another person can be one of those things that can really help you heal. Can I tell you a funny story about like not throwing things away? Okay, sure. <laughs> I never have an option. You guys know I don't have an option, right? I have to say yes. All right, go I mean, ahead. But it's a pretty good one. So, um, <laughs> Uh, so my parents, my biological parents, um, they kept all of my love notes 
to my female mm. love interest, but not my male love interests. Like when I moved out of there, like I moved out of the house when I was 17, but they, they kept a great big box of them. And it was really weird going back later. Like some of you, I like, I, I still write tons of letters all the time, but even in high school and, and junior high, I wrote letters and they kept all of them. And it felt like a real invasion of my privacy and an invasion of like my past intimacy with previous partners. Um, so of course, what I did is I contacted all of them and I started texting them pictures like, ha ha, look what you wrote me. Some of them <laughs> listened to the show, so I'm not going to get into details. Um, but, it, but I mean, it was this really weird feeling that someone else was looking at my intimate relationship with another person. And I think that's one of the things that if I was going through a breakup, one of the reasons I would get rid of that content, because you never know who's going to see all of that information. Like we see breaches, we see data hacks, we see people picking up a phone and looking at it, a previous partner or, or a future partner or a friend and, whoa, where did you get this kind of information? Like it's not safe for the intimacy that you shared. And if you hold that person that you're no longer with in high regard, you get rid of it because you hold them in high regard and you care about them and you want to protect them and yourself. If you don't like the person, you get rid of it anyway. Like, like there's just no reason to keep that kind of information there. And like, let's talk about, are there any exemptions to this rule? Cause we're saying, yep, delete, 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 delete. And is there some way that you can hang on to this for some amount of time? The answer to that is yes. And the answer to how to do that is our forever answer, communication. <laughs> if you have, um, a specific image or set of images or videos or something that you want to save, then you need to talk to that partner about it, that ex-partner. You need to say, um, hey, look, you know, I really enjoy these images that you sent me. Um, is it okay if I keep them for insert purpose <laughs> right now? And then if you have a conversation like this with somebody, what I'm going to recommend is that you also have you set at that time point when you're having that conversation, a future conversation to recheck in about it. So if say I've broken up with a partner and they have some images of me and I say, you know what? Yep. For the next month, you can keep those, but let's check in again in a month because I'm not sure I'm going to feel the same way at that point. Um, and setting up that kind of timeline in advance, not just saying, oh yeah, let's check in in the future. Because if you're broken up, there is no commitment to each other. There is no um, rule that you have to check in again. So if you have a conversation where you're asking, then make sure you set up that time with someone. Say, let's check in about this again, you know, and then choose some time distance in the future so that you can check in and say, okay, is this still okay with you? Do you still... Um, mind if I have these. And, you know, once that person is in a new relationship, they might feel very differently or once, you know, something else in their life changes. So we can't expect that even though you're broken up and they've said, okay, that that okay continues, that needs to be re-evaluated re again and again. Absolutely. Um, just, just word of warning. Um, if you are breaking up with somebody and you ask if you can keep their sexy pics, most of the time they're not going to be nice like spring and like, all right. So first of all, that I didn't tell anyone that. <laughs> well, but like in, in, in spring story, scenario, in story. <laughs> like, all right. So like, why don't review? They're probably going to say, no, like <laughs> we are done. Get rid of those things. And if they say that once again, like if you want to be a better breakups, all right. Another aside, breakups are about getting better at relationships. As you go through a breakup, that process should be about self-evaluation. Like, what could I have done better? 
Why did this not work? What part of that is my fault? And what can I do to make sure that the same things don't happen in my next relationships? We all have friends who constantly are breaking up and we see them do the exact same things all the time. So like, right. So breakups can be good for you if you go into them and you you say like, okay, what happened in this scenario and how can I prevent it in future scenarios? Um, the pictures that go along with it, like getting rid of those pictures are also healthy, but the conversation with the person most of the time is going to be absolutely not. We are no longer together. I no longer want to share those parts of myself with you. And if you're a good person, right? If you want to get better at breakups and if you want your next relationship to be better than that, you are going to go forward saying like, right, I'm not going to keep these because I want to make sure my next relationship is better. And I practice having this breakup conversation with you. Because while breakups hurt, they are okay. They're normal. Everybody goes through breakups. Like you're supposed to learn how to have a good breakup, right? So this is a good breakup skill. A bad breakup skill is where you send them to someone's mom. Don't do that. (laughs) Don't do anything with the images. (laughs) um, Yeah. And you know, I also want to talk about like, what is the timeline for this? You know, like you broke up with someone today. Do you need to delete them today? Um, and I have some ideas about this. What do you, what do you think, Andrew? Like, what is the timeline for deleting them after a breakup? I mean, right. So are you somebody who has a tumultuous relationship where when you are with and not with somebody, like you break up with somebody multiple times a week or month in that case, (laughs) if, if that breakup, I mean, Right. If you're breaking up with someone that much, you probably shouldn't be with them anyway. You should dump them. It's fine. Probably should not have photos because it sounds very volatile and you don't know what's going to happen with those. Well, exactly. Like, (laughs) whoa. Um, If this is something where, you know, it's like that long, slow relationship death and you kind of saw it coming. The relationship matters and the time frame definitely matters. Um, If you've practiced good relationship breakup skills, then I would say get rid of them very quickly, like short term after, like cry about it, write about it, like to yourself on a sheet of paper, like in a (laughs) journal, um, process it, but, but process it, right? Like don't, don't let it sit around. Like don't let them sit around for weeks, months, and years. Don't let them go up onto the iCloud where someone could hack you and steal them. Um, they're already there anyway, it's fine. Um, But I I would say probably within like if this is over and you know it's over and most of us do know when relationships are over over like, you know, I would say probably within one or two weeks, make sure that they're all deleted. Say your goodbyes, do your processing and get ready to move on. Don't hold them because every single time you look at them, you're going to be reliving and, and like reifying and you'll probably be thinking about the best parts of your relationship and the sexy parts and the happy parts and the pleasurable parts because that's what those pictures will remind you of most of the time, right? Instead of really processing and saying like, well, it didn't work for these reasons. So I would say, you know, early on, um, as part of that processing, letting go, becoming a better relationship person, and really respecting what you want shared with the other person. What do you think, Spring? Yeah, I have a, I, I want to implement a two week rule here. I think that, um, you know, two weeks is like a fair amount of time for things. We like say, you know, two weeks notice for, you know, a lot of things like in the career world or, you know, in other businessy type things. And, I like that here because I think that 
there's a lot of emotions happening immediately. And it's true within a couple of days, you might have some more conversations and get back together or something or work some things out. And there's a lot happening right away. And I don't think that deleting um, all of the images and going through that is necessarily healthy at that time point. Like there does need to be just a little bit of space, a little bit of processing first. And, um, and I think you should not be looking at any images of your ex during this time, sexual or not, like focus on that processing and getting through that, you know, communicating both with um, your ex, if that's available to you, communicating with your friends, getting support and communicating with yourself and doing that self-reflection and that journaling and like moving through it. Right. And then, you know, after you feel like you have stabilized a little and you have time to search through your phone and like and continue the healing process, then that's when you want to move toward that. And I think, um, like Andrew said, you don't want to drag it out. I don't, I don't want you going back in like a month or a couple months later and being like, oh, I forgot about this because I think it's very important. I think it's important to your own integrity. I think it's important to the healing that you want to have. And I think it's important to all of your future partners and um, to entering into a relationship with a future partner with this um, sense of clarity and of um, of knowing that like you have done the right thing in your past to like be ready for something new. Closure is absolutely delicious when you get there. Like closure is amazing. And the only person who can really ever give you closure is yourself. Like people talk about you need other people's words or other people's acceptance or other people's forgiveness. But closure is something that comes from within. And it's really scary too, right? Because closure is that being okay with a final goodbye, right? But make that part of that process and you will feel better for it. Right. Like you want that final closure. Like you want catharsis. Like at the end of the whole relationship, you're like, well, that might have been really crappy for a while, but now I know and I'm going to be stronger and better and I'm going to respect myself. And uh, I'm just going to hit something Spring said earlier. Like if you are if, you, if you're dating somebody right now, think to yourself, if we broke up, would they do something bad with sexy pictures? If the answer is maybe dump them. Like you don't want to date that person right now today. And delete the things from their phone first. Oh, yeah. And then delete their deleted folder. <laughs> like it's kind of crazy that we don't think about that until after the fact, right? But do some current reflection about like what would this person do in a messy breakup, right? And if if there's any doubt in your mind at all that they would share or revenge porn or do anything with those kind of videos, like delete them right now and then break up with that person because that person is not a good person. They're not there for you, right? They're there to be controlling. They're there for their own self-pleasure. They're there for wrong reasons in a relationship. They don't deserve you and they don't deserve to be in a relationship and they don't deserve those beautiful, sexy pictures that you may have already shared with them. So go delete them, delete the deleted (laughs) folder. And that's not that's not a majority of people. There are there are a lot of people doing this terrible thing, of course, but it's not a majority of people. And I just want to say, you know, like, of course, um, we support sharing images and videos if it's consensual and you think it um, adds value to your relationship. And we know that we're always assessing risk and we're trying to decide, does this make sense for me and my life? And what would happen if it got out? And 
there is a whole process of saying like, you know, how, how willing am I to take this risk? And there is some inherent risk there, just like with all sexual activity, there is some inherent risk and we make decisions about what feels right for us in that moment. And, and in the future, we might feel differently. (laughs) And that's when you get to say, this is not okay. Now, this is what I want. Now I want these deleted. And I would think that at the end of the day, right? Like I think we're almost to the end with the tip is that um, at the end of every relationship, they're always going to want you to delete them. And it's always the right thing to do for you and for them and for the next relationship that you move into. Like it, it's good for everybody in all parties. It's good for your closure. It's good for your healing. It's good for saying goodbye. It's good for not focusing just on the good parts of your relationship. And it helps you if you do it right get ready for the next better relationship that you're going to have. Because if you're doing it right, the next relationship will be just a little bit better, maybe a lot better than the one that, you know, led to this question, what should I do with my ex's nudes and sex? (laughs) Do you have any final words for everybody today, Spring? Um, My final words for you today are to, I just want to say like, enjoy your lives. I mean, when we're talking about like exes and we're talking about like, you know, something like this, it, it sometimes like it can pull you as you're listening into this like world of an ex kind of, (laughs) that's, that's what I feel happening to me as we're talking about this. So I just want to like bring it back out and say like, go do something amazing for yourself today. Like love yourself, love your life. Um, and celebrate that you are out of any past relationships because they weren't good for some reason. So celebrate where you are right now. Yay for breakups. All right. (laughs) Well, thank you for listening, everybody. If you have any questions about this episode or any other questions about relationships, about uh, sex, sex, sexual health, anything at all, we would love to chat with you. Um, You can email us your questions. uh, We're the sexwrap at gmail.com. Com, that's W-R-A-P. That's rap with a W. Um, you can find us on, or you can call us at 413-I-RAP-IT. Uh, and you can find us on social media at The Sex Rap. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a good one. Bye. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too... Af- Music for this episode provided by the ever-elusive and mysterious... Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe. <laughs>